Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with big name interviews each week and short daily episodes just like this one. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is September the 8th and we're looking at a big number one from the 80s. But as always, we start with looking at some rock stars born on this day. And first up is a man who sadly passed away in 1973, aged just 27. Grateful Dead's Ron McKernan. Ron played with the band from 1965 to 1972 and was born on this day in 1945. Someone else we remember today is bass player and singer with the band The Cars, Benjamin Orr. Benjamin was born on this day in 1947 and sang lead vocals on some of the group's biggest hits, including Just What I Needed and Drive. He sadly passed away in the year 2000, aged 53. But for our main story, we go to the song that was sitting at number one in the US on this day in 1985. Yes, on this day in 1985, the number one song in the US was St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. John, who was given his big break by Meatloaf and who wrote for many other artists, including Roger Daltrey, was a guest of mine on episode 15. And here's a clip of him talking about how the song St. Elmo's Fire came about. A lot of people on the, on the face of it originally kind of saw it as the soundtrack to, to obviously the movie that came with it. Um, but the, the meaning behind the song was so much more, wasn't it? Well, it was, you know, again, David Foster, the you know world-famous record producer, he loved Naughty Naughty, and he called me and said, look, I'm doing this movie, would you like to come over and uh, write something for it? And um, I got there, and he was exhausted. He, he really exhausted. And uh, But I persuaded him just to give me, he wanted me to sing something already recorded. It wasn't great. I said, look, let's try and write something. And we wrote St. Elmo's really, really quickly. Uh, but I was struggling with the words and I'd looked at the script and I couldn't identify. I'm a, I'm a working class lad from, you know, from the north of England, secondary school, left at 15. These In the film, these are rich kids, Silver Spoon, worrying about how they're going to, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it just didn't resonate with me. And um, the director, Joel Schum- the late Joel Schumacher, came down. And I, I just wasn't, I wasn't fired up. And then David showed me a video cassette of this young guy from his hometown, Vancouver, that had broken his back a year earlier. And he was literally setting out on, on he wanted to wheel his wheelchair around the world uh, to raise money for spinal research and awareness. There was no internet then. It was just a little story. And um, I watched this video and it changed my life. I, all my own struggles were reflected in this guy. You know, it's kind of... Uh, it was, it was the metaphor for my own struggle, really. So I wrote this this lyric about what I thought would happen, that he was going to go across deserts, across mountains. and But I had to make it so that the film company wouldn't go, what's this pair of wheels? So they thought it was Demi Moore's Jeep. For once in his time, a man has his life. They think that's when Emilio Estevez gets the girl. But I'm amazed that they swallowed brackets, man in motion. Then, Because it was such a tight deadline, they never asked me why. And the rest was history, you know. Um, I knew in that moment that it was something, we'd been gifted it. It came, as I think all great music comes out of the uh, Keith Richards go, when somebody says, Keith, where does the music come from? He goes, I do that, you know, or I do that. You um, yeah, you know, I don't take credit for it. I'm just the vessel for it. And uh, But I was prepared. And 
the rest of, you know, we've raised 280 million wow. Canadian dollars for spinal research now. He wheeled around the world. Uh, he's just been inducted into the uh, Natural History Museum in Canada. We just did the big thing. It's just, you can't believe, you know, this little kid that dreamed, the, the, the man that dreamed. And together we, and with David, we, we reached the stars. The wonderful John Parr there, one of my favourite interviews from the back catalogue. Many people only know him for that one song, but his career is packed full of incredible stories and you can hear them all on episode 15. But that's it for September the 8th then. I'll be back tomorrow to talk all about another event from the world of rock. But until then, take care.